Welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Dead. Tell people you file taxes. They're gonna, they're gonna find out. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. But then there's a secret one that I don't want getting out because then, like, they'll know. Okay, Jeff. Whatever you want. I don't <laughs> care anymore. I'm broken. Uh, well, hey, welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Dead. Lifestyles of the Rich and Dead with Red Jefferson and Aaron Coyle. How are we doing today, Aaron? We're doing great, Red. We're 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 doing things. We're dotting eyes, crossing t's. We're doing all the Lord's work here. We're doing the Lord's work as we do every episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Dead. And today we have a little bit of a format change. We got a curveball. A little bit of a format change. We're throwing curveballs. Just to see if it, if this curveball, like we're throwing spaghetti at the wall yeah. and seeing if it sinks. Uh, it, stick, it sticks. Sink? It doesn't sink. It sticks to the wall. Sink like a sinker. We were talking about a curveball, so I went for the sinker. Wait, does um, spaghetti actually stick to walls? Is that a thing that's like real? I always thought it was a nice way of saying throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. And then they're like, eh, throw spaghetti at the wall. Uh, like, it's like when people say sugar instead of shit. Wait, people. Like, ah, sugar. People actually do that? Like, sugar is actually like a like substitute for shit? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I knew uh, I knew this guy from Boston. Uh, that he had a thick Boston accent. He say like, ah, oh, this fucking shit all the time. Fuck it, dear. Fuck it. He's mumbling and all. And then he had a kid and he was trying to lose it. So he's like, ah, sugar. And he's just saying the grumbling, all the curse words with nice ones, like cheese and crackers instead of Jesus Christ. Your Boston accent sounds like a drunk leprechaun. Yeah, what are you, yeah, what are you gonna fucking do? I'm gonna fucking Boston, man. <laughs> fucking fucking this shit. I'm fucking wicked cool, man. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. Oh, that's another thing that watching Survivor, they love like. There's this one Boston guy that just says queer all the time. Boston Rob, like. Boston, oh, you remember Boston? I, yeah, like, like the Red Sox. Yeah, queer, I, man. that guy. He's <laughs> yeah, pretty. He was an evil guy. I hated him so much. Uh, check out Survivor. This is a Survivor podcast. That's the curveball. I'm just joking. Uh, no, we're uh, we're changing it up by instead of having uh, one set, a set person for the day. Uh, Aaron and I bro- both brought uh, a perspective uh, 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 subject. Combatant today, maybe a combatant. A combatant. And in my mind, there's going to be a virtual battle between the two, and like our words decide the winner between the two. So I'd like to imagine that they're okay. they're entering into some sort of like word uh, state like stadium, a coliseum, a coliseum of words, and like an uh, like a Pokemon stadium. Thank you. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. These people are okay. in our Pokeballs right now. We're going to toss them out, and you know, we're going to see who comes out who. Well, uh, ladies first, Aaron, let's throw out your first Pokeball. Who do you got today to bring to this battle? Okay, so this is one that I think is fun. It's a little bit of an older one, but I feel like there's a lot of dirt to dig up. There's maybe some secrets to mine here with this guy. I am going to go with uh, the the leader of the Ninja Turtles himself. I want to talk about Leonardo da Vinci. That's the one I want to go into. Leonardo da Vinci. I want the inventor. Leonardo. He's got all sorts of like crazy stuff happening. He was cutting edge. Like there must have been okay. so much. Oh, going before on. we get into the the reasons why, I'm gonna throw out my Pokeball. What do you got? And it's it's Walt Disney. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I'm uh, and, and so let's talk about who we should pick. Now let me make a quick argument against Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, that's how it's gonna go. Okay, fine. Yeah, you remember William Shakespeare? Yeah. And the difficulty in finding anything interesting about him because it was so far back? Leonardo da Vinci's another few hundred years. But, like, I feel like he's just as famous and, like, there could be... We, like, yes, was it hard to find stuff on William Shakespeare? Yes. But we still found some interesting tidbits there and then we had a good episode. We can hold ourselves off against old historical figures and Leonardo has been around long enough that there's got to be good stuff. 
So, oh, so you're going off, you think Leonardo da Vinci because you're positive with a figure that big that there's something, there's got to be something. There's got to right? be some good, like, and to be clear, okay, if we're going to start ragging on each other's choices here, you want Walt Disney. I know the skeletons in that dude's closet. I know he was a vicious anti-Semite. I know he's frozen somewhere underneath the ground, like in a secret laboratory or something like that, waiting to be resurrected, a la Austin Powers and Austin Powers 1. So, like... So you agree it's a juicy topic no it's a topic Uh, that we're both familiar with and know the stories of i am not necessarily familiar as familiar as it seems you are uh i will say the big bite the big thing that got me is i was just trying to figure out who to pick so i just looked up uh celebrity last words Uh, and you know what his last words were something anti-semitic no kurt russell wait what he said Kurt Russell on his deathbed. And nobody knows why. Kurt Russell was a uh, child actor at the time. Right. That worked for Disney. This is 1966. And so I thought that was pretty compelling reason to go after him. So you're saying you want to pick Leonardo da Vinci for the whimsy of checking out his deep dark past, which without even knowing if there's anything, or we could go with a surefire blazing off by the machine gun, shooting up the place. Sure bet. Walt Disney. Now, I don't think it's a sure bet. Cause you, like you said yourself, it's one kind of, yes. Is it interesting that he said Kurt Russell? Yes. Do I want to know more about that? Yes. But do I think there's anything more about that to discover? No. If we knew why he said Kurt Russell, you would have been prepared to talk about it right now. You just tossed out this like one little tangent that has nowhere to go off of it. Like, sure, we can talk about reasons about why it was Kurt Russell. Or maybe he was envisioning him, like, maybe it was like he wanted him to do Water World. Did he do Water World? Was that Kurt Russell? No, that's Kevin Costner. They both Kevin have Ks. Both and that enough. was 30 years later. Uh, so, Aaron, Aaron, just in the spirit of goodwill, uh, just so I could show you so you could know the feeling of your heartbreaking. Let's go with Leonardo no, no, no. da Vinci. I, think we, I don't think this is going to be. I think long. we need to do this, and uh, we're not. I clearly we're locking horns here. I'm not immediately like blown away by your choice. I don't think you're blown away by mine either. We need a fair and unbiased way to decide this. I have in front of me here is a twenty sided die, so all I uh, have ten even numbers, ten odd numbers. I say we let fate decide here which one we should go with. All right, let's have fate. I, I choose odd. You want odd? I'll say even. I'm going to roll this. And there's no way to really tell. I can just say whatever I want it to be. Wait, it fell on the ground. That's why I'm just, It fell on the ground. I'm happy it to fell concede. on the ground, okay? Do you, do you want me to take the result if it... Do you, are you the type of person who takes the result of a dice roll if it falls on the ground? Or do you want me to re-roll it so it stays on the table? I haven't looked. I, want, I don't know. You have to tell me. Do it. I, I'm a big fan of if it falls on the ground. No matter what, that Keep roll it. is the roll. Okay. Yeah. So to be clear, it is a 19. That's my... That's you. We're doing Walt Disney. See, there you go. We're okay. Walt Disney. on fate. Even though I was about to concede it. I said no, I concede it. I am a fair and person. And I will still concede it. <laughs> no. The <laughs> dice gods have spoken. I don't want to offend okay. the dice gods. I am still very interested in Leonardo da Vinci. And this is not the last time that we're going to talk about Leonardo da Vinci on this podcast. But for today, well, well, we will talk about Walt Disney. And, and uh, the new rules of this is that we cannot use Leonardo da Vinci as a pers- prospect next week. We have, there has to be a week separation before we go back. We did to, not agree uh, to this. I don't know if I am completely on board, but I will allow it for now. We definitely thought it out loud. Oh, um, so let's see <laughs> here. We, I, I'm going to, 
I'm gonna go off with the Walt Disney uh, Wikipedia, so it gives you some time to look up some stuff. Okay. But I'll just give us a little background on who Walt Disney is. So we're just Googling this, by the way. Mm. We're doing this right now on the spot. We're finding the information with you. We are off the you. cuff. We are right there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, Walt Di- Walter Elias Disney, born December 5th, 1901 to December 15th, 1966. He was an American entrepreneur, animator, writer, voice actor, and film producer, and the pioneer of the American animation industry. He introduced several developments in the production of cartoons. Uh, and so he's won 22 Oscars. Uh, several films are included in the National Film Registry in the Library of Com- uh, Congress. A lot of crazy fun stuff. Everyone knows him uh, as, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a very popular American figure and the inventor of Mickey Mouse. Now, that's the that's the that's what he wants us to think. That's sure. what he wants us to know about him, right? That's not, that's not the hot goss that we want. So I'm going to type in Walt Disney Gay. Uh, and I'm going to see what I find. Oh, uh, before even that, like here. Okay. I got something here. Did you know Meryl Streep gave a speech in which she blasted Walt Disney as being a gender bigot, apparently. Um, who is this? This was Meryl Streep, like, which I don't want to come to like, okay. she is like a renowned like person that I feel like is like, I trust Meryl Streep. I would Streep. trust her. I know nothing about her personal life really, but I feel like I would trust her. Um, I'm writing this down. Meryl Streep. Okay. And she said like, um, you really need to be honest as possible about those feelings or else you're going to lead yourself uh, into a uh, blind alley in life. So she said, anti-Semite, check. Misogynist, in capital letters, of course. Racist, come on. He made a film, Jungle Book, about how you should stay with your own kind at the height of the fight over segregation. Oof. As if the king of the jungle number wasn't proof enough. How much more information do you need? Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, wow. That's some enli- that's uh, some enlightening material. Uh, very good point. Jungle Book racist movie i never thought of it neither like did that. i but like racist I, but that whole propaganda. thing like how about how you should stay with your own kind at the height of the fight over segregation oh jesus that's... and uh, i'm gonna say that the book was around long before uh and and uh but that being said and also these movies were made several years before it came out uh, I'm not going to try and justify I was say, Walt it Disney. It sounds like you're trying to justify I'm the I'm not action. trying to justify Walt Disney. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I don't uh, like him. Never liked him. Never liked him. You could uh, quote me on that. But these things take years, especially in the 50s and 60s. Uh, so I'm going to say that he is a racist big, biggest, uh, bigot, bigot uh, sexist. But that might just be a coincidence. It also seems like there's a lot of like people trying to say like oh no it, he wasn't an anti-semite like oh it's like oh there's an upcoming documentary that i'm sure it was probably produced by disney saying like no he's not like that bad or whatever like so clearly they had they had enough money that they had like this is like been enough of a thing they need to kind of like go against it but like yeah i i'm still 95 percent certain that he's a pretty raging anti-semite but you know well, well here here's that, some, those here's are some, some facts stuff. here's something here, here's something. Uh, Mickey w- oh, No, no, I don't care about Mickey. Disney was anti-facial hair with one exception. Very interesting because I immediately thought Hitler mustache would be his exception. That's where my mind immediately uh-huh, went. Ah, see, uh, you're right on that trail too. Even guests with facial hair, not to mention long hippie types, were turned away. He turned away people at the entrance of Disneyland if they had facial hair uh, because he didn't want to, uh, specifically long-haired hippies. Um, uh, it, even, uh, one of the birds was denied entrance. Um, uh, but he doesn't, which one, was, I guess he liked the mustache cause he had a mustache. 
He had, he had, oh, that's right. He had like the little pencil one, but like maybe he was a self-hating person. It's like, you know what? I hate this so much. I need to like see it. Maybe it was a source of motivation for him, but like that's. You think he was trying to rally himself up when he was looking in the mirror? He's just like, I hate you. Yeah. I hate and you. And that, that, that hate fueled him. Hippie. It's like uh, kind of like in Star Wars, like, you know, like the Sith, like whatever, like they're fueled by hatred or whatever. So while Disney clearly had a, a lot of hatred in him and that, you know, he used that to internally fuel his creative outlet. Oh. He's a masochist. He's yes. a uh, he's a sexual is a sexual masochist, and he looks in the mirror. He's just like you, dirty, disgusting, long haired freak. He didn't get his hair cut that week, mm. and he's just like you, long haired freak, hippie freak. <laughs> and he's calling himself that. You dog. He loves that. Loves that. Um, very interesting. Very good. Very good. Very good research. Very I good got research. some more stuff on the anti-Semitism front here. Um, oh, goody! <laughs> uh, in the 1930s, Disney intended meetings of a pro-Nazi organization, the German American Bund. He also hosted a known Nazi propagandist and filmmaker, Lenny Reifenstahl, and gave her a tour of Disney Studios. So he was going to active, like, Nazi kind of, like, organizations and bringing them into his own organization. So it wasn't, he wasn't, like, you know, just, like, reading pamphlets or whatever. He was doing work to actually integrate himself and make the Nazis part of the Disney company, too. So, you know, that's not a good look, Red. That's not a good look. Not a, not a good look. Not as saucy as... Ho- that's very uh, 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 scathing. Scathing. So far... He's not doing well. No, he's not. Uh, like, he's not doing well. I, I'm trying to find some redeeming gossip about him. Just something to to see to spice it up. Um, I keep I found this one website. This is from Insider. Nine conspiracy theories about Walt Disney that have been proven false. See, why would they do that? Why would they tell me that there's a conspiracy theory and then immediately tell me that it's a lie? Right, like, but, sure, that's accurate news. Who wants that? It's uh, uh, uh. After two weeks. Disney's biggest controversies. And there's a lot of controversies that talk about the movies as well. Where there's like uh, hidden uh, racism. Not even very hidden. But uh, uh, pretty blatant racism in uh, certain movies. I know there was Dumbo uh, with the crows. Yeah. Um, and a lot of stuff. The crows is one. That, the- you ever see the Aristocats? I saw it as a kid, but like once again, I feel like it's like like anything in my childhood. Like I'm afraid to rewatch anything, like like any old cartoon, because like I gotta know there's gonna be some pretty problematic and outdated stuff in there. Yeah, definitely. There's a a Siamese cat that uh, has a pretty pretty racist accent. Uh, I'm looking here about some things that happen at Disneyland, and one of them it's just and it's just weird stuff. This is about Disneyland, I guess, because Tigger accused a fondling teen Ooh, came up. That's not great. That's pretty rough. Fantasia featured a stereotype character. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. He was... Okay, so I'm trying to figure out if he was actually frozen or whatever. And apparently, so he was obsessed with death and didn't want it to happen. Like, kind of like the Snopes and the fact checker people say that he isn't actually frozen. But, like, part of me still likes the idea of his frozen body still being secretly hidden underground somewhere. But, like... Aaron, do you think he's frozen? I thought he might have been, but for, like from what I'm just skimming now, it looks like he's not. But honestly, I kind of want to. I think it's the enter- the reality where he actually is frozen somewhere, waiting to just be brought back into like maybe like the third Reich or like the thousand year Reich that he was hoping to be a part of. Like you know, sure. Maybe it's like maybe it's kind of like a situation where in uh, Captain America's Civil War, where it's like oh, like these super soldiers are frozen on ice, but like um, the person had to go and kill them, or whatever, so they wouldn't come back. Like I feel like that's like maybe the next National Treasure movie, or maybe like a Mission Impossible type movie. Is that like yo Disney's coming back and he's got like gonna bring back with him like some sort of like awful like anti-Semitic kind of like you know 
mind control device. So like we have to go send someone down into like the bunkers of Disney and, you know, take out his body before he can enact his evil master plan. So, you know, I, I think that's a good I'm, movie. I think there's a lot of things we could do with that story, to be honest. Uh, Aaron, would you get frozen? Would I get frozen? Yes. Without even a second, without hesitation. Without a second's hesitation. No, I want it because who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be frozen and be like, oh my God, I get to wake up and see the future world. I want to see like the flying cars and the, the world that the Jetsons promised me that has not been delivered yet. I don't see any flying cars in the sky right now. I want to see that world. But imagine the, the lack of closure that you would get. From what? Like, for instance, like, first thing, you have to decide when you're frozen. Now, you wouldn't freeze yourself now. You're young, healthy, you have friends that, and family you want to see. But then you have to decide, when does that switch happen? Are you 60 and people start dying and you're like, well, I better get going. No, I think that's a good... Or, or is it earlier when you still have more health and vitality? I would say probably mid-early 50s or so. Like, I've already gotten a decent amount of living done here. And I can tell my body's going to start going on a downward slope the next 10, 20 years or whatever. So, like, you know, I got a decent amount of living now. I feel like I've, you know, like, done some stuff. I've seen my nieces and nephews theoretically grow up and stuff like that. And so it's time for me to go get on the ice and then get ready for future world. And in the future world, they'll be maybe able to do some stuff to, like, make me, like, you know, back into my 20s and 30s. And I won't have to be stuck as a 50-year-old bitch that's going to be miserable. Uh well, no, so no, no, the thing is that you think that, but it's going to be so much worse. Why? Because now you're even less time to acclimate yourself to this new, brand new society. Brand new society, brand new rules, brand new tech. And now you're a grumpy old person that knows no one and no one knows them. No, but think about it. And I'll, now you're in this alien world. That would be so cool. To you. I will, but, but it, and you're old. I want to have my meals in pill form. I want to get sucked through tubes like in Futurama. See, that's the thing. Oh, you can't do, have your meals through uh, tube for, uh, pill form because your stomach wasn't uh, upgraded with the lining that came a uh, hundred years earlier. But that's the thing. Uh, I can get, we just talked about a second ago that like, oh, my ears might lose hearing, whatever. I'll be actually able to have cyborg ears in like 200 years in the future. I'll be able to become part robot and I'll be like the million dollar woman, like, you know, running faster than I ever have before. Like I'll be the best roller derby skater like ever in 200 years. Well, you would be a science experiment for a lot of people. Right, and that's the thing. I would be a novelty. So many people, I would be like a celebrity. Like, oh, the ice queen wakes up from her frozen Mm. nap and stuff like that. And I get to give interviews on whatever future Oprah looks like and stuff like that. I want that future. So you're going in with the thought that you were the only person frozen ever. Yes. <laughs> ever. And and uh, they saved this thing, and they're holding this one chamber. I mean, Red, let me ask you this right now. How many people are you aware of right now that are cryogenically frozen and waiting to be woken up in the future? One. That we know of. Ted, Will- Ted, Ted Williams. Oh, but that's the thing. One person is out there. I would be the first woman that we know of that's going to be going through there or whatever. So, like, you know, Ted Williams used to be a baseball player. He was an athlete in his time, you know. Maybe Ted and I can start something up in 2500, you know. It, they, you realize they don't freeze the whole body. They just freeze the head. You know that, right? Wait, then what happens to my body? What, what happens to the body? Then, like, then like, Your body doesn't make it. Your body's not going to make that, that many years of being frozen. They're able to freeze the head and keep it somewhat uh, functional, but they don't freeze your body. Wait, so no. would I be like the floating head in a jar in Futurama scenario? Or would I actually get like yeah. a robot body like that I can kind of like do stuff with or whatever? I... Well, you better hope that they have some sort of functionality yeah. because you have to go into, you have to go into the frozen world. Like you're, you're making a pretty final decision. I guess. You're basically saying, you know, so that's why I think. Not being frozen is the way... Because also... Wait, so, not only, so you wouldn't get frozen. You wouldn't freeze yourself. 
No, no, I'm trying to end it quicker. <laughs> I'm trying to shave years off. I'm not trying to add them on. No, part of you wants to see future world. Like, what if we can, like, interact with aliens and fly to different planets? I'm excited like about that. seeing the future world within my periphery. I am not excited about being thrown onto an alien plane where I could never return. You know, like, see, there's no solace fun. then. There's no solace. Why not? There's no peace. You're a never comfortable. Everything you know is gone. Everything now is different. Yeah. If language might not even be the same. Your ability to communicate and to learn this different world would be so much difficult, uh, more difficult at an older age, 50, 60. But think about that. I wouldn't understand the language. Nobody has, like, I don't have to actually do, like, people don't have to, like, tell me anything anymore. It's like, oh, sorry, I'm an old, per like, you know, I'm like an ice queen. I don't, I don't understand the language that you're speaking now. Like, whatever. I'm just going to keep going over here and eat my, like, you know, pill food or whatever. So, like, you know, I, uh, I don't like a lot of you. I'm not dissuaded here. The only thing that does concern me is that global warming takes over more or less. And like, it kind of becomes like a Mad Max scenario or whatever. But then maybe once again, if it's like a humanity reverts into a lower state and there's like a nuclear war or like, well, you have to hope that we get the Star Trek future, not the Mad that's Max. That's what I'm future. saying. So like, but like, but then it, once again, me being an ice queen, like maybe then I do become like revered as like, you know, like some sort of God or something like that. Cause like, Oh, she's like the, like the past lady come here back to rule us in the future world or whatever. So like, like Star Trek people are going to dismiss you like, okay, fine. Just go sit in a corner somewhere. We'll take care of you. But Mad Max scenario, I could be worshiped like a God, which I don't want to rule out entirely. Cause that's for your blood. They want your, your non uh, uh, toxic blood. Which, that's what they which want. I'll give them in a the Mad Max scenario. They feed off that shit. You'll be a body bag. They'll hang you up on a post, keep you alive. So you keep producing that 20th, 21st century blood. No, no, no. See like in that scenario, in the Mad Max scenario, I feel like I would be up at the top of like, so you know, the evil emperor was like in the, like the room above the waterfall or whatever, like whatever. So like he had his harem of like women, like, you know, they he kept it like enslaved or whatever in the room, whatever. But like, so I guess I feel like I would, be like maybe have freedom of the castle but i would be like in like the high castle like oh my god i don't want to be this person okay i take that one back but like i'm just saying i would have no responsibility but live a life of luxury is like which doesn't sound that bad on the surface level but do you think this is what disney was thinking of when he went in now i'm starting to think about that whole like yeah like oh like thousand yeah, year break or whatever he... scenario and that's what he was shooting for and i don't want circling right back yeah. circling right back to disney who is a monster he did it for monstrous reasons not for the enlightenment or uh i guess uh status that you're hoping for yeah. you're hoping for some sort of godlike status i would be which like i guessing yeah. he was as well he was as yeah, well. Yeah, now, like, now I'm getting, I'm understanding that that sounds a little supremacist of me. And, like, I learned so much about you yeah. through this. I'm just saying, crazy. it would be fun to be, like, in a future world where I don't understand anything. And I'm just kind of, like, you know, making up. I'm, like, playing jazz, you know. I'm, like, kind of, like, making it up as I go along. And, like, you know, I can tell stories about the olden days when we used to have a podcast and talk about, like, you know, stupid people and stuff like that. So... Your skit's getting all over the place. I'm trying to find anything saucy. Right now I'm finding that he was gonna name Mickey Mouse Mortimer. Um, really that's the, i wonder how hard he pushed for that did important. he really push like hard for that because like, that's clearly an awful name especially for it's a bad name especially for it's a, a kid's name. character like you know mortimer's like you know like the elderly neighbor like you have next door that you know is gonna you know kind of push back on you and stuff like that uh um he also had a thing for trains he was obsessed with trains now i gotta tell you aaron i, I like so far the stuff that, about him it hasn't been very endearing um, and, and you'd think that liking trains or having an obsession with trains would be endearing, but I have never met a single person who liked trains that I trusted. 
Yeah, there's something unsettling about, like, just someone alone in a room just watching the train circle around. It's also, like, it's kind of, like, once again, like, maybe it goes into, like, the supremacy thing where he's, like, he wants to rule over this, like, little tiny world that he controls exactly of, and he sees the train going around. It's, like, the train moves on my schedule, and I control every aspect of this existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems Mm -hmm. very controlling. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense now that this megalomaniac wanted to create a train society a society where he pulls the levers and he decides the crossings and he chooses when these trains crash and people die yeah, um, so he, which i'm assuming is part it of fi- it fits with his character okay so check this there actually is a really complicated tunnel system under the magic kingdom like there is an underground like labyrinth essentially under disney world which i felt which i remember was in the simpsons because i think i bring a lot of stuff back to the simpsons that wasn't like that one episode or whatever but like it's actually kind of interesting that it's true and like, what's down there? What do you what do you think is hiding underneath in the tunnels of Disney World? Probably similar to what's hiding underneath the tunnels of the Vatican. Gold. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I believe that there is a lot of stored gold. A lot of stored gold underneath the Vatican, of course. Sure. Um, they have the underground tunnels that go throughout Vatican City. We all know this to be true. That's where they tortured people. Um, and I'm assuming similar situation with this Walt Disney perp um, that he was really into. Uh, uh, trains. I bet you this underground system has a lot of trains, mm. a lot of moving pieces. You know those big uh, underground mining carts? Oh, yeah. That, they go back uh, and up yeah, and down. You, those things seem like so much fun to operate. I wanted to do use one of those. There's... They're actually surprisingly difficult. They're very heavy really? and very hard. Uh, yeah, I feel like you, like you know, you and your friend would be like, you know, like like singing a fun song and you know, be a nice day and stuff like. That. I don't know. It's definitely a buddy buddy system. Yeah, like I've seen cartoons where one person's doing it, yeah. and I'm like, they must have been so buff. Channing Tatum couldn't do that. Really? I, okay. Oh, I, okay. Um, I got some new. I got some other stuff to lay on you here. Okay. Um, where are you finding this? Because I am googling the hell out of this. Uh, this is what I googled. Uh, uh, Walt Disney gossip, Walt Disney rumors, Walt Disney rare facts, Walt Disney scandal, Walt Disney controversy, Walt Disney gay. Okay, well, I just searched Disney secrets, more or less. And so this one isn't so much about Walt Disney himself, but like, wouldn't be as like, surprised that this started around his time. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, ride in Disneyland used actual human skeletons as decorations or whatever. They literally went to smart UCLA medical centers like, hey, you got some extra dead bodies lying around because we got a spooky exhibit coming up. So, you know, we could use some skeletons. Literally, people's remains were on those rides. So, you know. Uh, authentic. Authentic. Honestly, now, that's, I, I, that's a plus. I, I, I'm fine with reusing bodies. Yeah. I think that's... A, one what the fact that we have cemeteries is disgusting. Yeah. Maybe this is a hot take. No. But we're using up a lot of real estate for these dead people. Honestly, I don't get it either. When I'm dead, cut my body, give my organs out to whoever needs them, and like, you know, toss my corpse like the dog like in the garbage, have the dogs fight over it, give them some nutrition. What does it matter? I'm dead and gone. I'm not coming back. Unless my head can yeah. be frozen. Maybe save the head. Unless your head can Maybe be frozen. Maybe save the head. Save Everything the f- else save can go. <laughs> so before you butcher yeah. me, put the head aside. Put that in a little put bin over aside. here. Carve up everything else. Have a Thanksgiving dinner, like, for all I care. Like, you know, whatever. Are you suggesting you'd want to be eaten, Aaron? Yeah. Why not? There's starving people all over the world. Why shouldn't my, like, you know, my arm be used, like, you know, like, you know, fried, you know, cooked over an open flame and, you know, served out? Why not? Aaron, I, I don't know if we want to get in the politics of this, mm. but once you give someone the taste of human flesh, they don't want to go back. You say that as if you know from experience. 
I say that as I don't want to know from experience. <laughs> the thought very scary. I am so worried about someone sneaking human beings. What do you think food. we taste like? What's our animal comparison? Like pork. You think we're pork? Now, a lot of people say that our body chemistry. I listen to a lot of true crime. I was like, who says that? Crime. Who's a lot of people? Who? What people have told I, uh, you that? I listen. I'm a. Uh, I'm pretty big into the true crime, uh, paranormal, uh, macabre world, and so uh, hu- uh, pig flesh is the most similar to human flesh. Uh, and if you're eating cracklins, yeah. if you're eating cracklins or like fried pork skin. You're basically eating what fried human skin would taste like. Are you okay with that? Do we right? taste good? Have you? I haven't had like fried. Skin. I love pork. Oh yeah, but I love pork. You like pork? Everyone uh, who, likes. Who pork. doesn't like bacon? Yeah, great. Give me some carrots with bacon. So, so you're saying so, that human? Fl- so the, you're saying that we are a better version of bacon? Like we can make a tastier version of and, bacon with human flesh eat, and meat. What do we we eat, Aaron? What do we eat? We eat fruits and vegetables. We eat steaks. We eat other meats. We eat a lot of good, high value foods. What do pigs eat? Mush, oh my god cornmeal we're Imagine. probably fucking delicious oh boy yeah so that's why <laughs> that's why aaron if we go crisp burn us burn us up we can't have these young children of the world but what do i care getting the taste i'm young. going to be dead so why not like what do i care if aaron, do you scandals? want your legacy to be creating a hunger none of us have legacies we're all dust in the friggin wind and like 2000 years that world's gonna blow up spiritual legacy the legacy of like your energy you'd rather your energy to going into an addiction no see check this out somebody eats my somebody eats my arm and whatever great it nourishes them but i feel like if i'm a ghost that a gives me the chance to possess the person or b i get to haunt them for all eternity and i like the idea of being able to haunt the people that ate me maybe i'm nice oh, to them whoa, or whatever but like i get to hang around and haunt those I'm, people let's not confuse the two i am on board with haunting someone yeah i've have some ideas already uh but the issue with that is i don't think we get to choose who we haunt i think it's all in the uh uh, the uh, uh, details of how we died. But like, but, but the thing is like, if like, yeah, we don't get to choose who we haunt, but like, if you're saying like, if you're ruling yourself out, if you're ruling your dead body out from being consumed by another human being, then you're never going to get the chance. You're not entering into like, you know, you're not on the ball field or whatever of like, you know, being able to haunt people or whatever. I think that's how haunting works. They have to ingest something of you or you have to like, I guess seriously wrong them. But like, if you just have someone eat a part of your body, I feel like that's the easy way to get a good haunting in. So like, you know, that's the easy route. I don't have to go and spend my life pissing off people to haunt them. I just want to have someone consume me and then I get to, you know, you know who I haunt, I haunt. This is very, this sounds very Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> it sounds very, Why? uh, ingest my body so I'm with you forever. Oh, no, the best part is, if they split up my body into a lot of pieces, I get to pick the people who I haunt. Say my body can feed, say, like, ten people, I get to choose. Oh, today I'm gonna go this haunt Larry. This John Malkovich. You can't just jump I get to vicariously live through ten different people after I'm dead, and then I live forever. Then I get to live forever, Red. That's the end game. This God eternal is life, eternal life through very haunting vicariously ten different people after I die. I hope you are frozen, and people do study you. Aaron. <laughs> I I hope that to be true. Uh, okay, back to Disney. Uh, I got I got another Disney World fun fact for you. Okay, this is the last one I have for Disney World, and I'll try and tie it back to Walt Disney. But do you know they actually pump in smells throughout their park? Like they have fresh baked cookie smell that they actually pump mm. into like restaurants or there's like seawater smell that they pump into the pirates rider and stuff like that. Like it just seems very deceptive. Like they're playing mind games. Like they're like trying.
trying to make sure that like you're happy and spending money there Very and like like he, Walt Disney's like playing like chess he's like trying to get us and trap us in his like little kind of like fantasy land and stuff like that so it's it's interesting, interesting and devious on some level very deceptive. I'm curious of what smells they're 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 pumping in there. Oh, like uh, I, I guess what I would think would be a good smell to pump in there is like like seawater because then the salt smell will yeah. get in and it'll dry you out, making you think I need a drink. A Maybe I'll have to. Okay, even better. What do you think they called them? They had an internal freeze for what these are uh, for what these kind of like smells are. What would you call them? Uh, if you're uh, smell sticks. But like, but like, there are no sticks involved. If you're gonna, what would you call? I'd imagine there's like a stick. Like, oh, pick the smell stick. It's like an incense candle, but it's not. Okay, D- it's like a tub. D- it's like a gel. Disney has what they call smellitizers. Smellitizers. Oh, I was getting there with gel. You're if you let me another second or two, I would have gotten a smellitizer. It just seems <laughs> weird that they would go off of fertilizer. It's like from Ugh. fertilizer to like smell smell. I was thinking sanitizer. Yeah. Also, not great. He wants to sanitize okay. people's like you know, like yeah like that's with their nostrils. I, I, Very I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't care no. for that analogy. Very interesting. Very interesting use of manipulating the senses. Um, this this Walt Disney character, he really wanted to be a god, didn't he? I think so. He was all about control. He was all about, like, he didn't, like, he wanted to have his own world, whether it was, like, underground worlds, whether it was, like, yeah, like, what they smelled. Like, he had a, he had a very hard view oh of the world. Oh, my God. He wanted to create it. His name is Walt Disney. He creates a place called Disneyland. And then he invites people to ride his trains that he operates. Mm. And then he wants to control, uh, he wants to even control life by freezing his head. What an interesting character we have. He's a, he's a very, I got one other article I'm just skimming through. Walt Disney once acted as an FBI informant. <laughs> um, who is he snitching on? What a narc. And he's a narc too? He was a narc. Passed on names to federal governors, those may be considered subversive in Hollywood. Oh, he was like the dude. He's like freaking, um, what's it called? Like John Wayne. He was writing out the people, like the communist like organizers. So like the FBI is like, oh, I, I saw a bunch of commies over there. You got to go round them up. What an asshole. Yeah. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. He, I, uh, I, I, he looks like a narc though. Yeah. Honestly, John Wayne doesn't look like a narc. You think you could trust a guy like John Wayne just looking on his face, you know? Yeah. He doesn't look like, he doesn't have a weasel face. But uh, Walt Disney kind of looks like, uh, he looks like... He would sell you out. He looks like Riz, He looks like Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets. Yeah, my name's Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I'm Gonzo, I'm Rizzo the Rat. That's what he sounds like. So I imagine him being a good narc uh, for the police. But um, that's a very interesting... I, I can't, personally can't find anything else. I think we've exhausted... Uh, the information we could find on uh, Walt Disney, but I like this format. I like this. I like that. I like we're just we're off the cuff. We're like we're kind of like, it's and we're the very high energy. We're loose and very fast. high energy. I like it. Yeah. We're yeah. We're long or something. It's loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. Yeah. There's no set schedule. I know. I don't have to hit X, Y, and Z. We're just we're we're letting it flow here. We're letting it all come out. We're trying to find it. We're finding it as we go. And I think it's time that we see where he lands up on the. I, you read my mind here. Let, let's let's bring up. I'm going to bring up the rankings here. I have okay. So off the top of my head, I don't. He's between a D and an F right now. I'm not sure if I'm ready to go full. Well, we haven't really. Co- well, tell us who our D's are. Who are our D's right now? 
Uh, well, it'd be better if I actually had it pulled up. You, you, you gotta, you gotta give me a second here, and I'm just gonna keep filling well, time and talking until I go ahead. Say your, let's say your piece. No, no, I was gonna just uh, help ease the load by just talking nonsensically until it was pulled up. But it looks like it's pulled up. It is pulled up now. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you're actually good. You, I, you have no way of knowing it looked like it pulled. You don't know what's on my computer I know your screen. body language said it was pulled up. Your body language just said like, oh, I'm ready to spill. Um, okay. Who are D's right so now? So this is what we're talking. This is the range that we're talking about here. Sean Connery D plus. Edgar Allan Poe D. John Wayne F. Vladimir Lenin F. Mag Thatcher F minus. Mother Teresa F minus. Those are the ranges. Well, let's we're talking talk about. about. I'm. You're right with the on the scale of D and F. Um, uh, our lowest D is Edgar Allan Poe. That is solid D. And um, honestly, though, I feel like it's almost poetic if we tie him up with John Wayne. I feel like they both. Yeah, yeah I feel like they had some similar stuff. To, like, uh, but let's talk about some of the perks of uh, of Walt. That's Disney. the thing. Like, I guess he brought joy to people, like on some level, like with like his like films. Like, yeah, that I guess that was good. And some people found some good things out of those films. There is, and those films have changed now. Uh, at least a little bit, where they're being more inclusive, sure, the past five years, but they it's a different brand uh, uh, now, right? I guess it is, and he laid technically the, the groundwork for it, but, like, that wasn't his intentions yet, you know? Like, I don't think he would be on board with being, like, like LGBT-inclusive, like, in his parks or whatever, if he was, like, talking to freaking Nazi yeah, organizers. We we, but, sure, but we're talking about what he ended up doing, even by accident, which helps his score. It helps the score, right? Because it's like that's why, like the, that's why maybe like because like, the like, LGBT community loves Disney music, right, but that, and that's a fact. And that, but that's the distinction we made between, like, say, like Mother Teresa and like Nixon or like Stalin's. Like Teresa, I guess, was an awful person, but like theoretically, her acts in her life could have inspired goodwill, and theoretically, like Disney's, like you know, like cartoons could have, like you know, like engendered some goodwill or done some stuff. Like he actually put out some, I guess, like some content or made some good cartoons for people to relate I'm to. I'm going to say he's above John Wayne because John Wayne, his entire legacy is uh, embracing uh, toxic masculinity. And that's what people to this day get. They watch John Wayne. They're just like, John Wayne doesn't, well, uh, okay. John Wayne doesn't like any uh, uh, LGBT. Red, I think the answer here, I think it's clear cut. I'm just going to put it out there. We don't have a D minus yet. I think he's a D minus. He's a little bit underneath Poe, a little bit above Wayne. Not a complete. You're F. giving him a passing grade. Uh, do we do we want to give him an F plus? You ready to still want to give him an F like whatever? Like, I think because of the anti-Semitism and the support of the Nazis, we have to God. give him an F. But he's above John Wayne. <laughs> but that's the thing. We I needed to make the distinction of if we're going to put him above John. Oh, so then how about an F plus? He, he doesn't fail, but he's at the top of the failures. Want, you've been wanting to get this F plus. I wanted to do one. this. No, no, there's no reason to have an F. Any F is F. F is total. He failed. Don't get me wrong. He failed, but like you know, he's just at the top of the failures, if you will. Nobody gives an F plus. Nobody's ever given seriously given an F plus. To be clear, no on my rankings, I have an F minus minus. I have an F. Triple minus. I know. I know because you're in charge of the spreadsheet. That's the only reason. That is the only reason that. And you know what? I am drunk with power. Because if I had access to that spreadsheet for what for five minutes, all those minuses would be gone. You're right, Red. I am. I am the one that's in charge of the spreadsheet, and as a result, he's going in as an F plus, right above John Wayne. With plus, congratulations, congratulations, you little mini god, you. You get control over the spreadsheet just like Walt Disney. We call Aaron's spreadsheet spreadsheet right is that what it says at the top Aaron's spreadsheet and it's uh Aaron lives forever in this spreadsheet where she's omnipotent and gets to rule over the dead giving them grades 
Wow, this makes what sense. fun we've had today. I think we've come full circle. I think this makes sense given everything we've talked about. Yeah, F plus. He's a failure, but the best of the failures. The best of the failures. Uh, do we have a fun way of signing off anymore? Didn't we have an idea? Didn't we have a cool thing that we're going to say? <sighs> I think we might have loosely mentioned it, but then like a lot of things in my life, like I just thought of something and then just like, you know, forgot about it and carried on it. with my life. Yeah. Well, I'll, you could follow us, Life Size of the Rich and Dead, on Instagram at Lot Rad Podcast. Lot Rad Podcast. Uh, and, uh, but uh, thank you all so much for listening, and please listen to all our old episodes. And this is probably going to be the format that we're going to do I next I like this. Time, we're right? going to keep... Um, um, this isn't the last. I'm going to fight for the Leonardo da Vinci. Maybe not next week, but I'm going to make sure he comes back we, into the discourse at some point. Yeah, and uh, we always have our standby. If we can never truly decide who to pick. We're going to do Prince, uh, what's his name? Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Uh, Prince Philip. Oh, that's going to have to happen. So he's definitely got skeletons it's in his gonna, closet. It's going to happen someday. In all honesty, that might, but he's always our ace in the hole. If we can't, if the, the one we have doesn't, isn't better than Prince Philip, we should do Prince Philip. Um, uh, but thank you all so much for listening. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Aaron Coyle. Uh, what do we say? Should we say something? Like R.I.P.? Oh, I like that. Like we're saying R.I.P. because we're dead. Oh, I see what you did there. It's clever. You're a clever person. R.I.P. R.I.P. Later, folks.